This podcast is produced by Audiofy. This is Devotions with Bishop. The Word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. As we enter into an unprecedented third year of this pandemic, it's important to build our faith through the hearing of the Word of God. Faith leads to hope and ultimately love. God is speaking to you, but you need to listen. And when Sundays aren't enough, I welcome you to Devotions with Bishop. I was reading in this book called Streams in the Desert, which stated that one of life's greatest contradictions is knowing that the only person who is truly at rest is that person that has achieved that same rest by working through the struggles and conflict, by making mistakes and dealing with regret. Streams in the Desert goes on to talk about how that person who you think is strong, that that person that seems to have been untouched by sorrow, is typically not that person who is strong or even at peace. Because the person that hasn't been tested, the person that hasn't made mistakes, this person's qualities have never been tested. So he didn't even know how he would handle even the mildest of setbacks. When we look at the life of Peter, I think that it's safe to say that after he has this breakfast with Jesus, Peter finally finds rest. Now this is near the end. Peter's being restored after all of the mistakes that he had made especially denying Christ. But Peter himself, he took a lot of risks. He dared to be bold. And and, and he proclaimed allegiance to Jesus, you know? He, He was out there, he wasn't quiet. He stood next to Jesus. But at the same time, he, he was a little bit sort of self-promoting. He was he was quietly prideful. Well, maybe not so quietly prideful, right? But but he tried to walk on water. Let's give him credit for that. You know, he, he, he got upset when Jesus talked about being crucified. He wanted to defend Christ. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he, he was the one that drew his sword and cut off the, the one of the servants of the high priest's ears, right? Peter was aggressive. And he acted out with without thinking sometimes. And when the test came, at the moment where it really mattered, Peter ran. He ran off into the darkness of night and then later denies Jesus three times. The rooster crowed and Peter is overwhelmed with failure, regret, and sorrow. Now I think that most of us can get on here and say, you know what, I've been there. Some of us can even say, man, I know exactly how Peter feels. We've dealt with the regret. We've done things that we shouldn't have done. We've pulled away from the Lord. And sometimes we even let our our relationship get cold by our choices, our lifestyles, the things that we've done and, and things that we haven't done. I believe Jesus is asking us the same question that he asks Peter in John chapter 21. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Do you love me more than these? Now Jesus is offering Peter a chance to start over again. Notice that Jesus didn't call him Peter, the name that Jesus gave him, but he referred to him by his original name. Using his old name, Simon, son of Jonah, Using that name, it symbolizes to us that Jesus is going to offer us a chance to go back to the start and start over, to try again, to have another opportunity, to recover, to rebound, to do a new thing. 
Jesus is offering a wonderful gift of forgiveness and correcting our past. When we fail him, he's never going to leave our side. He's never going to humiliate us. He isn't going to keep score like so many of our so-called friends would do. Rather, Jesus lovingly takes us aside and simply asks us to reaffirm our love for him. Peter miserably failed his Lord and must have wondered if he would ever be worthy of being called a disciple of Jesus again. Now let me tell you, this can be painful and sometimes paralyzing when you look back at your mistakes, when you think about how what you've done has affected other people and mostly your relationship with the God that I know that we all love. And sometimes that discouragement of failure is depressing, it's overwhelming, and perhaps insurmountable. Don't let it be. You might think that there's just no way to fix this. The good news for today is to know that there is a way to fix everything. Come alongside Jesus, like Peter did, and reaffirm your love for Him. He's not asking for resolutions or for brand new recommitments or our promises to try harder. Jesus asks you only this, do you love me? If you truly love me, then your service to me will reflect your love for me. God's never going to give up on us because he wants us to have a loving, personal, intimate relationship with him that's built on love. So even if you've made poor choices in the past that have left us filled with regret, remorse, and guilt, you can choose how you're going to live from right now on. What can you do today to restore your relationship with Christ, renew your love for Him? We make a choice to allow the past to remain forgiven and behind us so that we can journey forward, renewed and reaffirmed. What a beautiful conversation we have here between Jesus and His disciple Peter. Jesus, who conquered death and has been resurrected from the dead, is seeking now to resurrect His relationship with Peter and release him from the dead things that were hindering that relationship. That's why I close with Romans chapter 8, verses 35-39. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, Neither the present nor the future, nor the powers, neither the heights nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We can be confident that God is most concerned about the relationship that He has with you, and He's not going to let anything get in the way of that, nothing now and nothing from your past. What are you holding on to from your past that could possibly make you think, God would never forgive me. He'll never take me back. I want to challenge you to stop thinking that way. God gladly welcomes your return, or for you to even come closer than you've ever been before. Peter's response to his question was, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. What will be your response today? He wants your love above everything else. May you reaffirm your love for Jesus Christ, your Lord, today.
pray this prayer with me. Lord, I realize that I have a choice to make right now. I can allow my setbacks, my mistakes, and my sins to keep me far from you. I can hold on to the shame, blame, and the fame of my public denial of you as the rooster crowed, just like Peter did for a minute. Or I can respond to your sweet voice again and tell you that I love you, to ask you to forgive me and allow me to be in your service once again. Thanks for listening to Devotions with Bishop. I pray that our time together is edifying. If it was a blessing to you, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Grace and peace.